Now, 20,000 households have received letters from Taoiseach Leo Radker inviting someone from the household to apply to join the Citizens' Assembly on Drug Use. Uh, the uh, Citizens' Assembly on Drug Use was established following resolutions in the Dáil and Shannad Aaron in late February. Uh, Paul Reid, the former CEO of the HSE, has been appointed as the independent chairperson of the Assembly by the Taoiseach. Uh, the Citizens' Assembly on Drug Use will be made up of 100 members, which will include the independent chairperson and 99 members of the general public who will be selected through a random selection process. Those members of the public will be chosen from the applications from those interested household members based based on their age profile, gender and location. Uh, the Citizens' Assembly's first meeting is due to take place on the 14th of April. It's expected to complete its work and submit its report to the Houses of the Oireachtas by the end of the year. And for more on this, we are joined in studio by Jerry Murphy from Bushy Park Addiction Treatment Centre. Uh, good morning to you, Jerry. Good morning, Alan. Uh, thanks very much for joining us in studio. Uh, so the Assembly is on Drug Use Citizens' Assembly is going to be asked to consider the legislative policy and operational changes that the state could make to significantly reduce the harmful impacts of illicit drugs on individuals, families, communities and the wider society. And I guess we could all agree, you know, wh- whatever your views on decriminalisation or relaxation of mm-hmm. drugs, that something needs to be done to tackle those issues. Is it a positive step from your point of view that the government has established this assembly? I, yes, I think it's very positive. And it's time that we, that we did look at um, what's actually happening to people who become addicted. And, you know, I, I, I'd start out by saying... Um, you know, I, I suppose I, I speak to a lot of people around these issues, um, deal with a lot of family members and, and work with lots of members of the public who are struggling with um, with addiction. And, and I think we have to have compassion for people who are caught up with addictive tendencies and understand, you know, I, I think I could say in my experience of working in Bushy Park and, and in other areas as well, um, I've never met an addict yet who told me that they wanted to be an addict, you know. <laughs> so it's not a choice that people make. And I think there's still a stigma attached to that. And, you know, we look at, sometimes we look down our nose at drug users and may, maybe it, it's a way of cleansing our own um, um, drinking or, you know, allowing us to, to feel okay about our own addictions. Um, so compassion, I think, is a very important factor when you're dealing with people with addiction. That they need care and treatment not to be criminalised. Very much so and I suppose there's been a war on drugs really and, and that's gone on you know for the last 40 or 50 years it it, it began in America you know it was an absolute um, I suppose the only way to deal with drugs was to lock people up. Um, I know I read statistics probably a good few years back now but you know there's, there's uh, 2.1 million people in America in prison they're mostly black American people with drug problems. And drugs widely available in those prisons. And I've seen the US law officials talking about that, that yeah. it's actually gotten worse. And there's drugs available on the streets as well, so it's, mm-hmm. that's not working. And, you know, it's not a, it's not a restorative type of um, approach. It's very penal. And, you know, you could look at Ireland that way as well. I did work for a couple of years myself in Limerick Prison as a counsellor um, with Aljef, um and before I came to Bushy Park and, and um, you know, these are ordinary people. These are, you know, someone's son or someone's brother, someone's partner, um, and they're just caught up in, in this, um, I suppose, uncontrollable um, cycle of addiction. And a lot of them ended up, you know, in there because of alcohol and drug use. And, and yeah. uh, it's as simple as that. So I think, and there has been a, a little relaxation of, of one law there where, you know, now you can carry cannabis, you know, for your own use, 
but it's a three strike rule. So if you're caught three times, then you're then you're prosecuted. So I really th- th- that makes it much more difficult for people whose circumstances, you know, are different, like homelessness or, you know, people who are really struggling with addiction, you know, and and and, and so I, you know, we're we're still not there yet, and we need to look at. You know what what needs to happen. So I think the assembly is a fantastic idea. Um, I'm sure you know that there will be input into the assembly, and there's always going to be an argument, and there always is, you know, about harm reduction and how 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 good is it. And then you know, on our end of the business, we're in tier four, and we're our job is to rehabilitate people. But not everybody wants rehabilitation, and not everybody's suitable for rehabilitation. So we have to we have to consider those people who are looking to reduce their use and bring some maybe order back into the chaos of their lives. The Assembly, uh, Jerry, will also look at international best practice and we've been talking about the US there, you know, the examples of mm. places like the US and I suppose individual states over there have, have legalised cannabis and so on, uh, Uruguay and Portugal is the one I suppose closest to home that is mentioned most often. They mm. uh, became the first country uh, in 2001 to decriminalise possession and consumption of drugs. Dru- the, in terms of stats, drug-related death rate there is now five times lower than the EU average. The rates of new HIV and Infections have dropped dramatically, I presume, because people can inject in safe, clean centres or facilities as opposed to Mm -hmm. down back alleys. Uh, Drug use amongst adolescents has also dropped dramatically. Um, Those who would be in favour of decriminalisation would say the the evidence there is clear for all to see. I don't know what your view on it would be. Yeah, I think think we can see clearly from from that model, you know. But what what they introduced in that model was to introduce the opportunity for people to undertake um, rehabilitation and they also provided wraparound services for those people because you know getting clean and sober is one thing but people need purpose and they need you know um, vision and they need work and they need accommodation and all of those services were all brought to bear you know in, 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 in that particular model which made it very very successful and that's what really needs to happen here as well. Would, yeah, would you be concerned at all, I suppose, on the flip side of it, that, you know, if where the Assembly to ultimately recommend re- relaxing laws around uh, drug use, that perhaps it could exacerbate the the incidence of drug use in Ireland, or perhaps could, you know, yourselves at Bushy Park, you could uh, end up being busier than ever? Well, I, I don't think it's going to make much difference. I think we're still, there's still going to be individuals that when they use drugs, they're going to get very caught into them and they are going to have addiction problems. Not everybody that uses drugs ends up with it with an addiction. A lot of people, you know, I suppose there is recreational use. A lot of people at college experiment, you know, but they move on. You know, they they get they leave college, they get jobs, and you know, um, and they leave that behaviour behind them in a way. But addicts can't do that, you know. So it's it's that. I suppose that percentage of people or the cohort who are going to get stuck in it and and stay stuck that way are the ones that really need the help and support uh, uh, going forward. So I I don't know um, with legalizing drugs. I would imagine it would be only quantities that you'd carry for your own personal use, and I I don't really see the issue with that. I mean, at the very at this very moment, I could go into Tesco's and fill up. A shopping cart full of alcohol, and wheel it up to, to the you know to, to, to the checkout. Not a bother. And nobody will ask a question. But I can't take two packets of paracetamol. I'd have to put one back. 
So we have very strange ideas and very strange laws around drugs in this country. Um, and we need to look at all of it, really, um, you know, from a more compassionate understanding. W- would legalisation of drugs mean more addiction? I don't think so. You wouldn't worry that, you know, you're talking about people who, you know, they're in college, they're in their late teens, early 20s, maybe go through that phase because you're footloose and fancy free, so to speak, but then you leave it behind you when you go on to get older and get a job. You wouldn't be worried that recreational drug use could become a bigger and bigger problem. I suppose parents as well would worry about it, even though, as we've seen in Portugal, uh, drug use amongst Mm. adolescents dropped dramatically. Mm. Well, I think it is a big problem, you know, already. And I think we deny that a lot, a lot of the time, but we see it, we see it at the coalface all the time. So for those that do get into difficulty, you know, it happens very quickly, and um, and and does, and the consequences of it are very very serious, not just on the individual but on family members as well. So with drug use, you know, people can build up debts, um, quite considerable debts, and end up being intimidated and all sorts of difficulties, you know, around around them. Um, and, and there's a whole lot to consider, not just rehabilitation, but, um, you know, how they can carry on or get on with their lives. And that's, that goes for the family members as well. So it's really, you know, it, it, it's a big issue. Um, and, and I don't think it's going away. Like, we, we're only seeing an increase, really, I suppose, in the last few years, particularly in cocaine use. Um, and alcohol is a steady, you know, um, I suppose, one for us. Um, so, I, you know, I haven't seen any reduction over the last 10 years while I'm working in Bushy Park um, and we're still working away with individuals one, one, one at a time if you like mm. I, I mean mm. those who would be in favour Jerry, of, of decriminalising drugs or relaxing the laws around them would say that look you're taking them out of the hands of criminals um, it's money for the state that the state could put into invest in education or health or so on that perhaps that you know so, like somebody who's using drugs, if they're decriminalised, could take them in a facility where it's mm. better quality drugs, less dangerous, um, and then you would have less, I suppose, drug health issues for our our beleaguered health system to have to to have to deal with. I agree. But um, there would just be some people, I guess, uncomfortable with an Ireland where drugs were decriminalised they would worry maybe perhaps we turn into a bit of a drug tourism play, yeah, capital like like Amsterdam or <laughs> yeah and, and and I think Amsterdam have changed some of their laws lately as well yeah, in, they in, have, yeah. in relation to can, cannabis use on the streets you know in, in the red light district um, so yeah I, I, I don't think yeah, well I think there are there's always going to be fears isn't there but I think the old fashioned w- way of trying to deal with this is, is to is to try and oppress it and that it really hasn't worked so we really need to look look at it you know from a, a different standpoint sometimes it's about stepping outside of the circumstances you're in and trying to understand what's going on for people who become addicted and as I said at the beginning I haven't met one of them yet who taught me oh I want to be an addict when I grow up or <laughs> this is what I'm striving to you know to achieve uh-huh. and that's never the case so you know I, I still come back to the uh, the need for compassion and understanding and there's always going to be an argument you know um, I think there was an injection site you know uh, identified and to be opened in Dublin but that's been kicked into the long grass now as well People don't seem to want those it's a case of you know I'm, I support but not in my area Well yeah not in my backyard I think yeah. that's you know that's part of it as well Um so I don't know how we how we solve those issues, but again, you know, maybe the citizens' assembly 
uh, when, when they hear you know all the input that they're going to get and I'm sure they're going to get the pros and the cons uh, hopefully they'll make they'll make um, positive recommendations for the government in, in terms of the structure of that assembly Jerry the the 99 members of the public young people are going to be asked for their input as mm-hmm. well um, they'll be asked to take into consideration the lived experience of people who've been impacted by drug use as well as their families and communities I guess it's important to hear as you say their stories be they their experiences be they positive or, or negative um, do you like what you're hearing in terms of the makeup and structure of this Citizens Assembly on Drug Use is there anything that you feel they have missed a trick on that you would like to see included as part of it well I, I I, I think I'd have faith in 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 the uh, in the citizens' assembly. I think they've worked well in the past, you know. So I, why wouldn't they work well with this particular issue? Um, and, I, and I don't know if if it can be stacked in favour of a particular side if they're going for for a cross section of society, you know, some older people, some younger people, some professional people, etc. And and I think everybody needs to be represented, and um, and that's how the assemblies work. So it's like a microcosm, isn't it, of, of the, you know, of, of having a referendum, if you like. Mm. But these are big issues and they are important issues. And I think, you know, we need to keep in mind all the time that, you know, drug use and alcohol use, you know, should be seen as, as a health issue, you know, and, um, and, and, and not demonised and stigmatised as it is. Well, as you can imagine, there are plenty of views coming in on this one so far, Jerry. Uh, Annie in Milltown has been in touch on our text line in 86 and says, Imagine if we legalise marijuana in Ireland and all the tax revenue that could go back into our desperate health system. Um, I suppose, you know, people would say, well, it's not, it's not the issue with the health system, isn't it? That there's been a lack of money pumped into it. It's probably just in terms of how it's been used as the issue. Um, but, you know, that point has been made as we've seen more and more states in the United States mm. legalise it, Colorado and various other places and you know you hear the stories coming out and certainly those who'd be pro decriminalization are are highlighting these stories where they're making hundreds of millions in in revenue that is being put mm. back into various areas be it health or education yeah i suppose that's i haven't thought of it that way and that's a monetary kind of way of looking at it but we, but we do deal with clients who who are addicted uh, to marijuana and to weed specifically, you know, outside of any other drug, and you know there is this perception that that it's a, that it's a harmless drug, but I, w- I wouldn't agree with that. You know, there's there's a, there's a connection there between between its use and um, and early development of psychosis as well in young people. So, and, and it tends to be a drug that's used by young people early on, and it in- interferes hugely with their developmental years and stunts their growth. Really, and we, we've worked with clients who've been using weed for fifteen and twenty years, and the, and the difficulties that they have in, in trying to come back to re- some type of reality is extraordinary. So I suppose you know marijuana, like like all other drugs, it may have medicinal purposes, and it may be useful in certain circumstances or in moderation and in moderation. But I don't know that it should be available easier than paracetamol maybe <laughs> you know so would you favor decriminalization rather than some of the approach taken by some of the mm-hmm. states in the US or in Amsterdam 
I, I, I'm, on, I'm sitting on the fence on that one myself. Because <laughs> ah, come I'm, on. Because I'm not quite sure. <laughs> uh, well, I can see the headline now, can't I? <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I, in certain circumstances, there may, there may be genuine uses, without a doubt. Mm. And, and I know that people with MS and, and various other um, conditions seem to, seem to feel that it works very well for them. And, you know, aren't all medications really derived from herbs and, and, and plants? And, and that's no different. So, you know, as I said, I'm sure there are medicinal purposes and positive ones for it. But for general use, you know, um, just for people to get off their heads, I, I don't know that I'd, that I'd be in favour of making it hugely available. Okay. Yep. You know, and, and that comes back into maybe... Uh, who's supplying it, who's bringing it in. There's a huge black market there, isn't there? And a huge, just huge criminality involved in it as well. Yeah, it is indeed. Um, okay, look, we have to leave it there, but um, it's be interesting to see what comes out of this Citizens' Assembly on drug use. And very interesting, uh, Jerry, to get your thoughts on this. And uh, thank you so much for joining us in studio this morning. You're welcome, Alan. Thank uh, you. Uh, Jerry Murphy from Bushy Park uh, Treatment Centre. Your thoughts, your views on this, like uh, Annie in Milltown, let us know. Uh, do you, would you be in favour of uh, relaxation of the laws around drugs or decriminalisation? Or do you feel that things should remain as they are? You'd be wary of maybe things getting out of hand a little bit but in terms of uh, uh, heightened drug use in the country should that be recommended and, and for enacted 